Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> it was fun when I was uh, at the A Course of Miracles conference in San Francisco recently. People were saying to me, <laughs> and people who listen to my prayer and pray with me uh, every day, uh, I start my prayer with, Hi, beautiful. And so people say, Hi, beautiful. It's nice. It's nice to feel so connected and joined with so many people all over the place. It's truly, truly a blessing. Well, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I love to pray because I know the power of prayer. So let's begin with that prayer. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude, deep love, deep gratitude, so grateful, so thankful that the love of God is shining in our heart, in our mind, in the activities of our life, so grateful and so thankful that we're opening ourselves to the unlimited, unprecedented flow of divine love and wisdom. We are truly grateful and truly thankful to consciously attune to our healing, to our expansion, to our clarity, to our freedom. This is the purpose of us joining together. We're transcending time and space in order to remember and recognize the perfection that we already are. Our holiness is revealing itself to us in our awareness. We're giving to the higher Holy Spirit self. We're giving to Jesus, our elder brother and teacher. We're giving away to the angels everything that stands in the way of our loving heart. All blocks to love dissolve and resolve permanently back to the root cause from which they've arisen, we are grateful and thankful to let all past decisions that bring pain and suffering go. And we're making that one decision to recognize the unity of all life. We're accepting the atonement for ourselves. We are grateful and thankful to energize the communication link between spirit and the Christ the Son of God. That is what we are. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes, indeed. Prayer is so powerful. It's such a powerful tool. Prayer has changed my life. Yes, yes. I'm doing my prayer power classes right now, and uh, they're on. We just started, and you can come and join us. The details are at jenniferhadley.com, and um, it's powerful. Prayer is part of what I teach you also in my Finding Freedom uh, boot camp, my spiritual boot camp for Living a Course to Miracles, and also my year-long Masterful Living course. It's the foundation of everything that I do, because it's, uh, the, as Course of Miracles tells us, prayer is the medium of miracles. It is the ground 
in which the miracles are planted and grow to fruition. It is the medium of miracles, just like soil is a medium for germination of seeds and growing of plants and so many things. So uh, our topic this week is uh, your communication link with God. And uh, this uh, stood out to me in the course and it leapt out to me as uh, the topic for us this week. And um, I, I'm going to invite you to uh, really... Let's, let's all just say we're willing to be in that relationship with God and to put that relationship first. Because every relationship we have is a relationship that Spirit is having with itself by means of us. I, I love sharing that and, and saying that, that every relationship we have is a relationship that God is having with itself by means of us. And in chapter 6, section 1, uh, which uh, is a paragraph, uh, rather chapter 6, section 1 is called the message of the crucifixion. And the message of the crucifixion is, uh, we're coming up to Easter time, Easter is less than a month away, and uh, I did some work uh I really was inspired last year to talk about the crucifixion. So I encourage you, if you're interested in that, you can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. And that's where you can really do a good search in all the episodes, uh, look for topics, because we've got uh, well over 300 episodes, 330-some episodes. Um, and... Um, I so we have the search function there, and you can search for crucifixion in uh, uh, the the titles um, there in all the episodes. And you know the thing about uh, crucifixion is you can't have your resurrection until you're done with your crucifixion. So, um, I just realized crucifixion is not in this title. I should change that. So, crucify, you can find it. It's the really episode, um, it's the April 11th, 2017 episode. Resurrection is our divine destiny. Resurrection is our divine destiny. So, I encourage you to go and look at that. Uh, yeah, very grateful. Uh, so, as we're getting towards Easter here, let's make that decision to be done with the crucifixion. By the time we get to Easter, I think it's the first Sun. I know it's the first Sunday in April. By the time we get to Easter, our crucifixion will be over. Let's just set that intention. Let God do the heavy lifting. So here in chapter 6, section 1, paragraph 19, it's the last paragraph of, about this crucifixion here. It says, 
Remember that the Holy Spirit is the communication link between God the Father and His separated sons. If you will listen to the Holy Spirit's voice, you will know that you cannot either hurt or be hurt, and that many need your blessing to help them hear this for themselves. When you perceive only this need in them and do not respond to any other, you will have learned of me and will be as eager to share your learning as I am. Wow! So, (laughs) this is a clear teaching from Jesus to us. That when we only see in our brothers and sisters that they need our blessing to hear the voice of God to hear uh, to feel, to recognize to perceive, to know the communication link between ourselves and our creator when we recognize that is the only blessing that is the only focus for us This is the only need that our brothers and sisters have, is our blessing to help them hear the voice for God. We will have learned of Jesus and will be as eager to share our learning as Jesus is to share his. That's so clear. Remember that the Holy Spirit is a communication link between God the Father and His separated sons. If you will listen to the Holy Spirit's voice, you will know that you cannot either hurt or be hurt. So in order for us to give up all fear of being hurt in any way, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, in order for us to give up any and all fear of being hurt all we have to do is truly listen to the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit will tell us that this is what all of our brothers and sisters need everyone who seems to be suffering to be angry to be a threat to be confused to be attacking to be murderous and villainous evil Confused, in despair, depressed, whatever it might be. It's all about our hearing this voice for God, the Holy Spirit, the higher Holy Spirit self. And when we perceive that this is the only need, and we do not respond to any other sense of need, only this need, Do we respond to? Do not even recognize any other need. We just see that one need to listen to God's voice and to bless them, to help them hear this for themselves. Then we were going to be free to truly share only the teachings of God. So clear. I love it. I love it. And in uh, A Course in Miracles, communication link is capitalized. Capital C, capital L. So that that is really 
Jesus' way of telling us, you know, this is of God. And it, it is the Holy Spirit is the communication link. He refers to the communication link again in chapter 8, section 7, paragraph 2. He says, remember that the Holy Spirit interprets the body only as a means of communication, being the communication link between God and his separate sons. The Holy Spirit interprets everything you have made in the light of what he is. The Holy Spirit interprets everything that we have made in the light of what God is. So, this is another major clue for us. The ego interprets everything through the lens of lack and limitation. It's the reason for the attack is the lack. The reason for the attack is the lack. This is what the ego always has a justification for its attack, right? And it looks for justification so that it can attack. This is the lesson 135 in my uh, defenselessness. My, or if I defend, I am attacked. But also, of course... My defenselessness, my safety lies. There's nothing to defend. When we tell ourselves we've been attacked in order to justify our retaliation, we are interpreting through the lens of the ego. So being the communication link between God and all humanity, the Holy Spirit interprets everything that we've made in the light of what God is. Pure love. The ego separates through the body. The Holy Spirit reaches through the body to others. You do not perceive your brothers as the Holy Spirit does. Because you do not regard bodies solely as a means of joining minds and uniting them with yours and mine. This interpretation of the body will change your mind entirely about its value. Of itself, it has none. And so I think of all the people who are putting so much attention on the body to make the body beautiful, or even to make the body healthy. It's totally understandable I have these thoughts myself, of course I do, and yet let us be willing, right? Let's always go back to that willingness. Let us be willing to have the Holy Spirit show us what a body is truly for, a means of joining minds, so that we are only using the body for what it's for, that joining of minds. All right, so the communication link is the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is there connecting with us in our mind. The block to, to perceiving the communication link, to hearing the Holy Spirit, is a choice, it's a decision that we've made that 
is unloving. I had a wonderful, I had the opportunity to have a wonderful conversation with my nephew. I spend a lot of time at my brother's house. I know I speak about that here in New Jersey. I just got back from California last night. Uh, after the conference, I went to visit with friends and loved ones and um, had a lot of wonderful time, too, with um, other Course in Miracles teachers. It was really just a great trip, great time to be together. And the next Course in Miracles conference is in Boston, Memorial Day weekend, last weekend in May 2018. So um, you can, uh, I'll be sending out information how you can sign up for that, and I encourage you to consider that. Uh, it's a fun time. It's a time of um, having fun and, and having meals and together and uh, just being in that environment, being able to see with each other and talk with each other. It's um, it's a conference. So people give talks a little over an hour and uh, it's, it's not about going deep into the teachings. It's about having fun and playing and being joyful. And next year I'm going to do a whole thing on study groups because I'd like to support more and more people doing study groups. By the way, at livingincoursemiracles.com, if you go there to get all the radio show transcripts and things like that, you can also go there to get um, study group support. We've got study group support, and I, I uh, intend to keep offering more. Indeed. All right, so let's see. The communication link. It's always open. It's always available 24-7. We block it with our unloving thoughts. Our unloving thoughts are magnetized into our awareness by our our beliefs, our decisions that we have made. That we are not worthy of love, we're not good enough, we're bad, there's something wrong with us, we deserve to be punished. I was talking with someone recently who was saying that they were going through a rough time and that it was very difficult for them not to feel that they were being punished. And so, and I was saying, I certainly understand that. When we feel guilty, don't we look for the punishment? When we feel guilty, don't we look for the punishment? Aren't we anticipating it, right? Uh, haven't we seen particularly in uh, movies and television I don't know about in um, human experience but many people who have committed crimes they actually like to be caught they they are especially if they are a person who for whom the crime the murder the whatever it is is a true anomaly then um you know it's not something that they normally do then there can be this desire to be caught so that they can release the guilt and just be in the regret or whatever it might be so uh for many, guilt is a very strong motivator, negatively, of course, and it uh, people do a lot of different things to manage their guilt. 
And when people feel really guilty, it's not something I have a lot of experience with. It's not my thing, um, really. I shrug it off. I'm not interested in living in guilt. But I've certainly felt intensely, intensely, intensely guilty at times for things that I did. And interestingly enough, without... um, I felt so guilty, even though I did everything I could. I just felt I should have somehow been able to do more. And um, it's that's a common thing. It's a common thing, especially when um, loved ones are struggling, loved ones are dying uh, or have died or there are accidental deaths or suicides. I've been talking with many people um who uh, their loved ones have committed suicide and they feel intensely guilty uh, many times because they feel like they should have done something more, they could have done something more, they should have seen something more, they should have known they all this. And when we feel that intense guilt... All of which is the manifestation of the guilt for having consciously chosen to choose the ego's way rather than spirit's way. And so we need to forgive ourselves for that because God is not holding anything against us. God doesn't even know about that. I was giving a sermon on Sunday at uh, Inspire LA and um, talking about playing small. And uh, I have my Stop Playing Small retreat coming up at the end of April. I love, 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 love doing that work. So helpful. I played small for so many years it was so painful. It took me so long to stop playing small. Now I love, 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 love to teach about it. So I was talking about how the truth is that uh, many times we don't, we're playing small because we fear failure. So we just play small instead of taking a chance and risking failure. But the thing is, is that Failure is an egoic concept. It's not a true thing. How could God ever fail? It's not possible. You can't have the concept of failure without believing separation. It doesn't make any sense. You have to be completely convinced of separation in order to fear failure. So I have learned because I I really I worked with that to get that out of my mind so I could stop playing small. I don't fear failure anymore. I don't. And uh, I go forward trusting and having faith that I'm being led and guided to the highest and best. Not everything goes the way I'd like it to go or the way I wish it would go. Um, 
but I am able to see, oh yes, everything is working together for my good. And there is no question about that. And that comes from that communication link. It comes from that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So this is the thing that I've, I can see in my own experience that has helped me uh, beyond measure, beyond measure it's helped me, is my willingness to follow divine guidance and inspiration. And it's been such a journey for me because so often, so, so often, I would, and I still do sometimes, I, I feel guided to do one thing, but I don't want to do it, so I do another. Not so much anymore. I can't think of... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I, it used to happen to me all the time that my higher Holy Spirit self, the Holy Spirit, would be communicating to me various ways through feelings, through thoughts, through a, a quality of hearing, a quality of listening, through uh, visuals, uh, signs of all kinds. Go this way, don't go that way, go this way. Um, not now, later, wait, pause. And I would say, I don't want to wait. I want to do it right now. And then I'd fall down. I'd be like, okay, I guess I really should just listen to my guidance. All right, I'll do that. I remember um, when my nephew Ben was 13 and I took him to, he came out to California to visit me. And uh, we were we went to Legoland, we went to Uni- Universal City uh, and Universal Studios there, uh, and and uh, I forget what else we did. But, and I remember uh, we were at Universal Studios, and he'd say, "I we like we went on this one ride. He really liked. It. I said, I want to do that right away again. Can we do it again?" I said, "Yes." Definitely, and we can do whatever you'd like. I'm just saying my feeling is we should walk away from here now, go to this other ride you'd like to do, and then come back. And he said, no, no, I really want to do it right now. I said, okay. So we waited in a long line, and we did it again. And um, and then we did the other ride. And when after we came out of doing... The, the ride we waited in the long line for there was no line anymore and he saw that he said oh there's no line now You're, we, we should have done what you said I was like well you know it was just a feeling I had and and uh, so and um, when I took him to the airport after spending uh, he spent uh, three four days with me um, on the way to the airport uh, he said, well, I really learned something. And I said, you did? What did you learn? He said, when you have an intuition about something, we should do that. <laughs> Your intuition is usually right. And I thought, wow, that is great for a 13-year-old to observe that and to recognize it and to um, be able to say it. Um, and when he said it, I realized, oh, yeah, you know, there were a number of times this weekend when he said, I'd like to do this 
this way? And I'd say, well, we can definitely do that. And my intuition says, what about this? And sometimes he wanted to listen and sometimes he didn't. And I was so totally happy to do however he wanted to do because, you know, the way I feel about it and is with kids because I'm not a, their parent. I'm the, the aunt, the friend, the godparent. I'm not the parent. I can have a slightly different experience. And so I don't mind if they say, you know, if I, they say, oh, can we have, um, you know, something that normally would not be cool, like can we have cookies for breakfast? I'd say, well... Uh, I've, I've actually never encountered that, but let's say we did. Sometimes you want to have sweet rolls for, you know, they're basically cookies, right? Pastries and stuff. Yeah, we can have that, but and then, but I'd say, however, I have a feeling it, it would be best if we had something to balance out the sugar or something, have have some uh, eggs first or something like that let's have some rice and beans first or whatever we might have and then we have the sweets uh, but they can learn like Ben learned from having the experience of waiting on the line that following the intuition is better and I've had that experience thousands of times where I learned that following my intuition that listening to the communication link just makes life so much sweeter and better and I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful I can learn anything at all everything I can learn is a blessing to me and you know if we eat something that our intuition says don't eat that and we feel sick it's not going to last forever this is how I look at it I can learn from it. And that's when it doesn't go well, doesn't go like I wish it would go. That's what I say. Spirit, let me learn from this. Let that That's my willingness showing up. Let me learn from this. I'm willing to learn from this. Please make it so. Yes. Well, you hear the music. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking about our communication link with God in Chapter 13, Section 11, Paragraph 8. It says, the communication link that God himself placed within you, joining your mind with his, cannot be broken. This is the good news. (laughs) It's been so helpful for me to know that no matter how lost I feel, no matter how confused, no matter how depressed, no matter how angry or sad or hurt, 
the communication link that God placed within me, joining our minds, cannot be broken. It cannot be broken. No matter what. No matter what, it cannot be broken. It says, you may believe you want it broken, and this belief does interfere with a deep peace in which the sweet and constant communication God would share with you is known. I will say this, that I had strongly the perception, and I talk a lot about this in my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp course because it was so such a learning for me. I had such a strong belief that if I did hear the voice for God all the time, if I did, it was going to constantly be telling me to do things I didn't want to do. You know, that the voice for God would say, put down that wine glass, put down that cigarette, you know, uh, and just do things that I didn't want to do. Turn off that television, uh, stop gossiping, stop complaining, stop whining, all these things that the, the I felt that spirit would tell me to do if I listened that closely and that I'd have to give up everything that I enjoyed. Because I can remember talking with a friend who was saying that they had a challenge with uh, like ice cream, frozen yogurt, and binging on things like that. And they said, you know, I feel like this is the only thing I have. Don't take it away from me. This is the only thing I have that gives me pleasure. This is the only thing I have that I enjoy. I can't give it up. But if I don't give it up, I'm not good. Because this is the thing that just affirms I'm bad. That I I I go eat the big bowl of ice cream. That's just the evidence that I'm bad, I'm wrong. And you can see, I hope, that none of this is true. Eating ice cream, how could eating ice cream make a person bad? It doesn't make sense. It's crazy. And yet we do believe it. I I remember David Hoffmeister and I talking about this one time that having traveled so much, and of course he's traveled far more than I have, but when you travel a lot and you stay with other people as their guest, you learn to just not be demanding. You know, not you don't need it to be any particular way. Let it be how it is. If people ask you what you like, that's great. You can tell them what you prefer. But it doesn't need to be that way. And people get, like, oh, it has to be organic, it has to be vegan, it has to be vegetarian, it has to be grass-fed, it has to be whatever when it comes to food. You know, and uh, all the shampoo, the conditioner and everything has to be organic. Now, I like organic. I like supporting organic farmers and not putting poison into the earth or into my mouth or on my body. However, I've learned not to make it real. I have a preference for the higher vibrational things, but let's not make it real. And that that's an interesting journey to walk. So 
ice cream's not bad. The thing is, is do I feel like having it? Is that what feels like it's I'm being divinely guided to? Does it feel like it would just be pleasurable, but then I wouldn't feel I would feel worse? Like I'd have a high and then a low. Am I using it as a drug? Am I using it to self-medicate? Am I just enjoying it? When I was in Ireland, uh, my beautiful friend Patricia Black uh, turned me on to, I think it's called Maud's Ice Cream. And the first time I had it, I'd never had ice cream that tasted that good. I mean, seriously, that good. And I thought, these must be the happiest cows on earth. I didn't know how else they could make it taste so good. It had to be. It just felt like these cows love it here. And maybe the land that they're grazing on, of course, Ireland has beautiful pastures for grazing. Maybe the the land they're grazing on has been grazed on for thousands of years and these uh, beautiful animals are just so happy and it's all you know mostly organic or whatever where they're grazing and they just love it I mean it's not organic ice cream but it just felt so pure and and such a high vibration that oh it was it felt so nourishing to my body it really really did and so uh, high butterfat content very high butterfat content so creamy and delicious and so this is the thing that we uh, we learn to do as Course of Miracles students truly living and practicing A Course of Miracles is to get our judgments out of our decision making and to the way to do that most effectively, most quickly, is really to be guided by the Holy Spirit. So this communication link is really important. It's really valuable to us. It's so valuable in increasing our happiness. I can honestly say, and anyone who's listened to many episodes of this radio show or been in class with me knows this because I've talked about it so frequently, I had serious issues with self-medication and I would just self-medicate constantly with food, with alcohol, with cigarettes, with television, with exercise, with talking on the phone and um, I, I was so many things. I, I I didn't like doing drugs. Drugs affected me too, too much. Um, and I just never was capable of being promiscuous. It just didn't work for me. It affected me way too much. So, um, but the, the numbing with the exercise, with the cigarettes, the alcohol, the food, the watching television, the yammering forever on the phone, these kinds of things, these were my drugs of choice, and they all had their own particular hangovers, and I I really struggled with it, and it was a pattern of uh, really drowning out the communication link. Because 
I, the communication link, the Holy Spirit, the higher self, was telling me to be available for insight and intuition. But when I would hear the insight and intuition, it would be choose this, not that. So instead of choosing the alcohol, choose stillness, choose meditation. But I didn't want to meditate because I did not want to be present with myself because I did not like myself. And so I felt that if I sat still and got present with myself, all I would hear was, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. So I got slowly led, slowly led. And and then I began to realize, wow, I would much rather sit in the stillness than sit in a stupor a drunken stupor once I realized that and it didn't happen overnight it took me quite a while uh, but once I realized that oh this is way yummier I mean this is yummy sitting half drunk is not yummy it's not it's just numb comfortably numb right that not that a Pink Floyd song um, that's what I I was going for, I don't want to feel anything. And when I realized, oh, I could feel this yumminess. I remember once um, I was uh, working with practitioner students and um, they said, well, how do you establish that practice? And I said, well, it, it takes, you know, it takes what it takes. It doesn't take time. It takes willingness takes what it takes it takes the willingness to turn to god first the willingness to really have a desire to have a clear communication link with god and then practicing the presence as joel goldsmith would say practicing that presence super valuable and and what i found was i hit that tipping point where 51% I had more desire to be in that flow of the communication link with God, that communion with the Holy Spirit, the higher self, more than anything else. And so it became for me, this is how I learned to describe it in a way that people could understand it. If you've ever had that experience where you're like naked and warm in your bed with your lover and it's just so, so sweet and you're just in that stillness of the yummy naked warmth and there's just a sense of great peace. You're with your lover. All is well. You're unencumbered. And there's just that quiet stillness and connection. You know, without sexuality, just resting in the beauty of the love and the connection between you. That, to me, is the best way I can describe what it feels like when we're in that meditation space, in that connection space. It feels so perfect and pure there's no problem 
there's nothing more important in that moment than just experiencing the beauty of the connection and that's what it feels like and and so then having that time together becomes more important than tuning out and so that's what got me to stop self-medicating there was no behavior modification plan there was no making myself stop it was truly about saying okay what is it I desire most hmm feel connected okay let me feel connected now alright now that I'm feeling connected now what do I desire most more of this sharing this being truly helpful okay so spirit where do I go it's the truly helpful prayer now that I recognize it I'm here only to be truly helpful I'm here to represent God who sent me where do I go what do I say what do I do you show me God and it becomes revealed because we're willing and then doing that is far more interesting far more thrilling and and just yummy than overeating over drinking smoking binging on television I love to watch television I love to watch movies but Truly, moderation is what is it works for me. Overdoing it doesn't work for me. And still, there are times when I really get like, today's a movie day. I'm going to watch three movies. I'm going to cook some yummy food. I'm going to just rest and chill. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do some yoga. I'm going to be with a friend and we're just going to enjoy the things of this world, the food, the nature, the creativity of the people who made these movies. We're going to play some cards and some games or whatever, the things that I love, love, love to do that aren't speaking, teaching, leading, those things. So, the communication link, the Holy Spirit led me to a happy life that gets happier and easier every day. So, now, I don't want to block it. When Spirit says, mm, go the other way, like, and there, there might be a pull. Wait a minute, I want to be right about this. Oh, no, I'm feeling... The Holy Spirit guiding me to go the other way. I've learned and learned and learned through pain and suffering. I have learned when Spirit is guiding me to go the other way, that is the way I desire to go. Desire meaning of the Father. Desire. I desire to go the way of God because that is the path of happiness and learning through joy. 
and I desire to be that teacher of God meaning that it is I recognize joyfully it is my opportunity my divine opportunity to represent the one who sent me and so I wish to recognize that the only need any one of us has on this planet is to remember the communication link that God himself has placed within us joining our minds with his and that it cannot be broken it is not possible for it to be broken because it is the truth of our being it is our very nature it is not removable only that which is false is removable from our minds so we can say to the Holy Spirit remove everything that is false from my awareness let me everything that I made up all decisions that I made for the ego instead of God that there is this strong strong thought that we're going to have to give up everything we love and so I have given up binge eating I have given up binge drinking I have given up binge smoking and binge talking on the phone and binge exercising I've given all those things up only because like I didn't say I'm not going to do that anymore I just don't wish to choose it anymore you see the difference when we say I'm not going to do that anymore it's of the ego but when we're just not choosing it anymore that's of the spirit and that to me is the healthy way to go and working in relationship with the Holy Spirit keeping that communication link open and not shutting it down is the path of happiness and joy of course miracles tells us we can learn through joy we don't have to learn through pain anymore that's the old way that's the way of the ego the ego has to learn through pain because it doesn't remember it doesn't know it has all these false things that it would rather have us be contemplating so anytime we're not feeling holy and completely joyful it's because we're identified with the ego we can just say Holy Spirit help me open up this communication link open it for me I am willing I choose to know the thoughts of God and to think them with you with God I choose to remember my holiness and my perfection I choose to see my brothers and sisters as having only one need one need and one need alone clear communication with spirit yes 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 so that's what I focus on in all my classes and everything else and that's why I don't actually teach the principles of A Course in Miracles I teach about I share about what I've learned of how to live this way I'm doing a free class on Thursday. Uh, what's the date? Thursday, March 8th, I think. Uh, yes, March 8th, uh, Thursday, free class, Living a Course in Miracles. It's a free preview of uh, what I teach in my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp for Living a Course in Miracles. 
Uh, I've had many people who studied uh, Course in Miracles far longer than I have tell me that finding freedom helped them to finally turn that corner and start living A Course in Miracles. It's a wonderful, very comprehensive program. Uh, it's beautiful. I say that because I feel like Spirit guided me to all of it, and I didn't make any of it up. Um, just doing what Spirit has communicated to me that is mine to do, come and join us. It's a wonderful group of like-minded souls, and we have such a powerful and good healing time together. My Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp for Living A Course in Miracles uh, begins on March 14th. March 14th. That's when we begin. Um also, my prayer power class is on right now, though I do teach about prayer and finding freedom. Uh, Stop playing small retreat last weekend in April at the Art of Living Retreat Center in beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. Such a special, special place. And then that weekend retreat is immediately followed by my week-long intensive my spiritual counseling training intensive, which is open to anyone and everyone. If you feel called to just learn anything more about these events, I invite you to go check it out at jenniferhadley.com. Spiritual counseling training intensive, stop playing small, finding freedom. These programs are specifically designed for people who would like to truly live these teachings and to be truly helpful and the spiritual counseling intensive is uh it's for anyone uh we get a lot of professional people taking it professional prayer practitioners ministers uh we have uh counselors of all kinds therapists uh, health professionals teaching professionals but we also have people who are uh businessmen and women, attorneys, um, who people who would like to learn to communicate better, to uh, listen better, to have more loving relationships. It's really foundational what I teach at this intensive. And uh, people really, really changed their lives doing the in-person work and the classwork with me. So it's a step beyond just listening. Here we go. I'm going to pray. And thank you to everyone who supports this program with your donations, supports the transcriptions with your donations. We're moving to putting them all up at YouTube so you can read and listen at the same time easily on video. I love and appreciate you. So we take this breath of love and gratitude. We give thanks to the Holy Spirit for being in constant communication with us. We give thanks that we are already perfect. We're willing to let go of every thought that we're not and to see our brothers and sisters as they truly are, whole, perfect, and complete. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them and we allow the healing to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk 
only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.